And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid, even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. For sometimes, repeating something is highly valuable. This is why there are four Gospels. For example, Paul writes, It's no trouble for me to write the same thing to you again, and it is a safeguard for you. He writes that in Philippians chapter 3. And it's the same reason that there are hundreds of prophecies for the first and second coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And this is why I share the truth that I'm going to share with you today again and again. There is trial and triumph. There is wandering and winning. There is a cross and a crown. Next, here is a prophetic word for the church that is not professionally or prophetically given with the style and charisma people are used to. It will not come with a, thus saith the Lord, or some particular type of pyrotechnic show. After all, this is radio. It is prophetic because it shares the heart of God, that's number one, and foretells the future, that's number two. There are two marks to prophecy, and that's what they are, sharing the heart of God, and foretelling the future. It is from the word of God that I'm going to share, which is more reliable than any government or media. The word of God has been around a lot longer and will be around a lot longer after those entities cease to exist. And finally, God is a God of redemption. And this day, sooner than later, is coming that the redemption will arrive, and his name is Jesus. So get ready. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities. And oive, so much more. Hey, 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 hey. We're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. I got an email that came in today. You can email us anytime during the show. I can't always respond to them as quick as I'd like, but listen, it's a great way to reach out to us, david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 
We don't know if there's any charges that apply. It depends on what your plan is. And then you can also call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, you'll be talking to Mighty Gabriel. You get a chance to say hi to him. Let me help you out with that. When you're talking to Mighty Gabriel, all of a sudden you're realizing that with eternity in mind, the little things just don't matter. And then you will fly! Just like that. All right. So bottom line, maybe you have a praise report you want to share. Something is going on. Somebody called in and gave a praise report. You know, you don't. This is the thing I really want people to stop thinking. It's like, well, it's radio. So, you know, I don't want to mess it up. You can't mess up saying thank you to God for something he's done. There's no mess up. This is not a professionalism. I think most people will know, will even acknowledge by now, professional radio. (laughs) That's funny. Professional radio. I'm doing the whole thing with my other ear. I hope it sounds good. I hope you can understand me. That's about all I care about. (laughs) That's good enough. If you want to share something, you don't have to share professionally. You can just share what the Lord's doing in your life. It's awesome, right? We love to hear great things that God is doing. If you've got a prayer request and it's deep, it's hard, it's difficult. Dave, I don't know how to get through this. It's really just gnawing at me. Great. Bring it. Let's take everybody else's faith. Who knows if the combination of our faith will will bring about an immediate answer. Who knows whether one person praying in the audience has this moment of incredible faith. You don't know. I don't know. Has this moment of incredible faith and bam, the heart of God is moved and bam, the answer. We don't know. You don't know if you don't ask, right? I mean, that's pretty fair, isn't it? I, th- I, th- I think it's fair. Uh, So that's another thing you can do. You can do praise reports. You can do prayer requests. You can do anything you want. As long as it's encouraging and uplifting. Our goal here is not to be uh, different in the capacity that we don't like other shows where you get to share share some of your political views or whatever. That's not the issue. We don't mind that. It's just not what this show is. What this show is is 90 minutes of attaboy, girl. That's what it is. 90 minutes, add a boy, add a girl. Do we have somebody that's calling in that wants to share something? Yeah? All right. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. Uh, This is Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. How are you, my good bro? I'm blessed and, uh, again, highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. Hallelujah. Love it. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, the other day when I was doing my concert, a guy came up and he had a cigarette in his hand. And he walked up and he said, hey, bud, you got a light? I said, yeah, the light is Jesus. <laughs> he nodded his head. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great answer. How did he respond? He was like, <laughs> You know, like I said, he just nodded. He kind of nodded. He confirmed it, and then he walked off. <laughs> and uh, I don't know where he came from. The Spirit, I guess, said, "You know, tell him I Jesus the light." That so, is brilliant. Uh, that is brilliant. What a great, what a great answer the Lord gave you on the spot, right? <laughs> yeah, I got a light, man, Jesus. Like, <laughs> great like, job, right. bro. Just pops out like that. And, uh, anyway, it was neat. Anyway, that's all I had to say. I just want to thank you guys and all the family out there. 
Uh, we just we love you, and I, I know our love sometimes isn't deep enough, but we uh, we want our love to be like deep running water yeah. and uh, to reach every heart and those that are getting down in the age, like my friend Mary and uh, our new friend there that answered a while ago. Uh, always have a special part in uh, in our love for them. So thank you for being there. All right, you bet, brother. Love it. Love you. Appreciate you. See you later. All right. God bless. All right. I will give you an update on Mary. It's actually kind of funny because last weekend, let me just give you this quick update. And I don't, I, I think I have permission to share this, but anyway, last weekend on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, she called me and she called because she had a question about Jewish believers and so on and so forth. So we talked for about 15, 20 minutes. You know, she's as feisty as ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So I just let you know, I have heard from her, just not on the show, but I have heard from her. And uh, she seems to be doing really well, but she, uh, we should continually pray for her. I think that's an important thing to do. All right, we'll go a little extended on this one. This is a super easy trivia question. Who said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me? Who said that? You should be able to answer that right away. Uh, who said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me? If you think you know the answer, uh, 970. Two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three as well. You can send an email David at he must increase dot org. I do think it's amazing. So something like you know when when Ace calls in and he I just find things amazing. Sorry, uh, and he calls in. It's just like the smallest little thing, but then he's in that same statement. He tells what a blessing you guys are to him, and that should bless you because a brother is calling in saying thank you for being you. I mean, isn't that cool? That's cool. All right, let me uh, do a little bit of this text. You're just going to have to kind of follow the bouncing ball on today's show. That, that's, I don't know. Uh, many of you are uh, have have experienced this in your Christianity. Tell me if you've ever experienced this in your Christianity. You ever feel like you're in a rut? You ever feel like you're in this place where it's just, oh, it's getting kind of filled with repetitiveness, repetitiveness, okay? Uh, it's not that repetitiveness in prayer is bad unless that repetitiveness has no meaning, and then it just becomes a tradition or a saying or whatever the case may be. In other words, there's nothing wrong with following a process, nothing wrong with following an outline, but there's something wrong when you do that and you lose what the actual value is. That's where it becomes a problem. That's where religion and tradition consume relationship when the thing that we do becomes so repetitive that it has no flavor. Oh, that's a good line. Somebody should write that down in a book somewhere. When we do things so repetitively that they lose their flavor. That's when it becomes religious. That's when it becomes tradition. Okay? All right. Not all traditions are bad. Don't forget that. But when, when Jesus made reference to tradition, that's what he's talking about, where it becomes just an exercise of functionality and there's no spirit connected to it. I want to remind you of a passage in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19 say this, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. Number one, stop thinking about that. Okay, yes, you've had some rut things going on. Uh, you, you have a little Scooby-Doo in you because you're going around going, rut row, okay? Because that's, got it, okay? That's enough. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Paul said, this one thing I do, forgetting the things which are behind me, pressing forward to the things which are before me. Stop living in yesterday. Yesterday was a great song. 
don't tell me it wasn't a great song. Yesterday, the Brother Beatles was a great song. It's a terrible philosophy. Okay? Stop. Forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. You see the I am doing in the Hebrew, and even in the Greek one, when it says it in, in Revelation 22.5 or 21.5, where it says, I am making all things new. It's like, it's, it's the perfect present tense. It's happening now. See, I am doing a new thing. It springs up. Do you not perceive it? Most of us don't perceive it because we're like Lot's wife looking back. Stop it. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Let me use my... British nanny voice. Stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. Stop living backwards. The rest of the passage. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness. You feel like you're in the wilderness? Guess what? In the wilderness, there's the promise for streams in the desert. The question is, are we aware that God is at work? And the answer for most of us is not really, because we're stuck in a rut. That's why he says, do you not perceive it? Okay? Stop thinking about what was. Okay? Can't do anything about that, folks. Think about what is and what will be with the favor and the grace of God. All right? Okay. Trivia question, who said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me? And the answer to that is Jesus. That's the answer to that. We'll take our break and then come back. Uh, you are listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. He's not trying to communicate in a weird sense. He's telling everybody that's there when they're like, hey, dude, your mom and your bros, man, out there, right here. They're coming right here. And Jesus is like, you know who my mom and my bros are? They're the people that hear the word of God and do it. And we had a presidential candidate not too long ago, I will not name him, who specifically, and nobody can tell me he didn't say it because I heard every word, specifically said, we got to make our three priorities, family, faith, and friends. That guy is so wrong, I thank God Almighty he never became president. Why? Because family does not come before faith. If it does, you are in trouble. Jesus said in Matthew 20, 10, 27, if you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is like, well, he didn't mean it. 
L. Because then he said this right after. Or if you love your son and daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. Well, he didn't mean that either. <laughs> it's like, see, you can't get away from it. Because you love your mother, you love your, your father, you love your son, you love your dad. You love anybody more than me. You are in trouble. Okay? Here's the bottom line. There's nothing wrong with family. There's nothing wrong with friends. But they are behind your faith. Your faith is first. You want to know why? You want me to give you the the math on the whole issue? I'm going to give you the math. You know? I mean, numbers don't lie. It's just people who use numbers that lie. Okay? Here you go. Ready? 80, 90, or 100 years. Versus 60 billion, gazillion, trizillion years. Which one's bigger? Okay. 80, 90 years. 100 years. That's family and friends. Your faith, a zillion, bazillion, gazillion, trizillion, a bazillion years. Get it? Math doesn't lie. It's just the people that use math. <laughs> so, don't forget this. Statistics don't lie. It's just the people that do them. You know, studies don't lie. It's just the people that write them. The David Spoon Experience. Sometimes hallelujah. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. A shout out to Ginny. She wanted to make sure I wasn't... Uh, n- not uh, that I was not ignoring my doctor's orders <laughs> by driving in. For those of you that have been around for the leg scenario, you will fully understand that. The leg scenario when they told me, don't get up. And then three weeks later, uh, because I was up, I was having a second surgery. Uh, yeah, no, I did not. Uh, I did not uh, ignore the doctor's Insights in regards to me driving down. That was actually why I did not drive down on Wednesday and Thursday, just so you can know. I was a little dizzy. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not driving two hours with dizzy uh, on a Dallas freeway. I can do that on a California freeway because it never goes anywhere. <laughs> so see, see the difference there. Uh, anyway, so no, I, I did listen to the doctor, but thank you. She's, people are concerned about you. You don't listen, but that's for sure. <laughs> you are so right. It's not even funny. Uh, let's get our next trivia question. This is great. This is a great question. I really hope you get this one. True or false, the first people who were created were vegetarians. There you go. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must org. Of course, I have uh, jokes because I, I just don't do the show without jokes. I'm not sure what you think I would. Uh, this first one, now keep in mind for those that ever get offended when they do denominational jokes. So I have a connection to the Baptists because I have my doctorate from there. I have a connection to the Pentecostals because I have my master's from there, the uh, Charismatics because I have my BA from there. I was a Methodist pastor. I was a Bible church pastor. I worked with the Church of God, and I worked with uh, Presbyterian Church. So it's pretty tough for me uh, to feel bad whenever I'm doing denominational jokes. This happens to be a Baptist one. I think it's funny. Hopefully you will too. Some people say... The Baptist denomination started with John the Baptist. 
but it was much, much earlier than that. As taught by one of the great Baptist leaders as he spoke to a gathering, a large gathering of Baptist ministers. In fact, it started way back in the Old Testament, he taught, in the 13th chapter of Genesis. The Baptist minister went on. It says, Lot said to Abraham, you go your way and I'll go mine. And that's really the, the roots of the Baptists. <laughs> See, because you go your way, I'll go mine. Okay. Do, do I get a do I get a prump? Okay, maybe nothing. All right. Uh, two other really quick ones. I thought it was funny. It's cute. Uh, you know, you guys know the doctor one. I don't have any. I'm I'm a doctor. I can't be a doctor. I don't have any patients. Noel told me I could not use that anymore. Uh, I thought this was cute too. My best job was being a musician, but eventually I found out I wasn't noteworthy. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. And then uh, I thought this was a good, good one. After many years of trying to find steady work, I finally got a job as, as a historian until I realized there was no future in it. Let's see, no future. Okay. I guess we'll go back to teaching. <laughs> okay. Uh, true or false, the first people were vegetarians. Okay. True or false? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to David at he must org. I do want to remind you that if you guys are looking for a website, and I'm going to promo Josh a lot because I think he did a really good job. If you've gone to any of the website, it looks really nice. Didn't charge the ministry anything. So we will promo his stuff uh, until he gets his business going. So check out the website if there's anything you want a website for it's the very 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 bottom of the first page on the link let's go back to the text we we're just talking about new stuff new not old new stuff right forget the former things do not dwell on the past i am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it which is the biggest problem. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland even when you think there's no way there can be water here Okay, there's no way there can be water here. God has Moses use a rock to bring water. What do you and I know by physics and by basic normal laws? A rock does not produce water. Unless God is involved with the rock. Then that little rock produces as much water as is needed to quench the thirst of an entire nation, right? All right. Here's something I want you to be aware of, something that we talk about, have talked about, I think, in the past. We'll talk about, I suppose, in the future. And that is this. Some of you feel like you have had your time stripped away, that you have lost time, that you, uh, in lieu of what has happened in the past, have lost and I understand that feeling, and I, I do. And I understand the, the struggle that we go through, but I also want to give you scriptures that address things of this nature because whenever we have God involved in a circumstance, in a situation, even if it's is something from the past, we should be aware what God is able yet to do. And Joel chapter 2, verse 25 says, The Lord says, I will give you back 
what you lost to the swarming locusts, the hopping locusts, the stripping locusts, and the cutting locusts. I find it amazing, of course, that God uses swarming, hopping, stripping, and cutting as the as identifying the locusts. And I think it's important to understand that God can redeem everything and anything. Wait including time. People say, well, God can't redeem time. Yes, he can. He created time. He can make one year seem like a hundred years. And a hundred years seem like one year. And if you think I'm lying, just tell me about the last boring sermon you sat with and tell me it didn't feel like a hundred years. <laughs> So Psalm 71 verse 20, Psalm 71 verse 20 says, though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you restore my life again from the depths of the earth. You will bring me up again. There is nothing that is so far lost that God cannot redeem it. It's absurd. And the proof in that is the resurrection. Because man thinks that's the ultimate end. And God comes around going, no, it's not. Not my end. Maybe your end. Not my end. So God is able to take redemption into time. God is able to take redemption into things lost. Now, does that mean you should dwell on those things? No. What you should dwell on is that God's capability, his, his, nothing is impossible with God. How much is impossible with God? Nothing. And so God is able to take what is yet to come and fulfill anything that you, even in your perception, might think could never be fulfilled. You're wrong. And I'm not saying that to be, well, I don't think I'm saying it to be a jerk, but I'm, I'm trying to say it in a way that you can understand. God is not limited in the way that we are limited. And his understanding of what we do need and what we don't need is, is perfect. Our understanding of what we need and don't need is kind of, kind of goofy because we think we need this or we think we need this. and da, da, da. That's not true. But if there was something that was taken prior, the Lord will, and it, it needs to be a part of your existence, God will bring it. And there is nothing. I mean, listen to what he says. I will give you back what you lost. If the Lord thinks you need it, he'll bring it. He'll do it. And you think, well, why? Well, he does it because he loves us. Well, how? Who knows? Are you kidding? He speaks and there's a universe. I don't know. I trust him, though. And where do you go with that? The, the Jobinian line? Though God slay me, yet will I trust him. You think you've lost this? So I spent this, these years with this and these years with this. Really? The Lord wastes nothing. Not even Satan has been wasted. God created him. God's still using him. Like, sorry. That's the way it goes. The ultimate, this is, this is a joke, so just relax. But, but the ultimate proof that God is Jewish, he throws away nothing. Right? You know that terrible thing that you went through all that time? All for a purpose, all for a plan, all for existence, all for reasonings, all for his plans. Not yours. He's not asking your permission. You know that, right? All right, I'm just making sure you know that. All right. Okay, we're going to answer the trivia question, and then we'll exit. The trivia question was true or false. The first people were vegetarians, and the actual, 
answer is actually true from Genesis chapter 1, verse 29, because they were allowed to eat of the plants and of the veggies. And uh, wasn't a, quite the steak in the diet at that particular time. Okay? All right. All right, we're going to take our break, and then we're going to come back. We still have plenty to go. Don't want you to go anywhere. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, he's crying. Now, I was still of the mindset that men don't cry. Okay, just so you can know. And I'm getting mad because it's my story and he's crying. And I'm thinking, it's my story. Why are you crying? That's what I'm thinking in my mind. And he's crying. He's he's apparently a good crier. I don't know what a good crier is. I learned after my dad died, but I mean, somewhat. But this is real. You know, he's sobbing. And I'm like, and he looks up at me after he's cried for about a minute and a half. And his eyes are red. And he looks at me and he says, this is how the Lord hurts for you. And that was it. Bam. It was like somebody just took a hammer and broke my hard heart and my, you know, my pride attitude and my my over arrogance and my my everything. Looking at that guy showing me crying and tears and. All I could think of was Jesus wept. And if you can't outside, you'll have to face a penalty. Oh, welcome back to the David's 
Truth Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our next trivia question. Who said, this is somebody in the Bible, who said one man plants and the other man waters, but they have the same purpose? One man plants... The other waters, but they have one purpose. Who said that in the New Testament? If you think you know the answer, you can. Call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. I will give Al the second guess is the guess. Al, good job on that one, <laughs> if you want to know. In the meantime, we will. Uh, go ahead and do our uh, history. So let's do our history as we get that rolling. Let's go, let's go. Today is National Dog Day. Now, I happen to be a dog person. Aunt Deb is a cat person. I'm a dog person. We got Bert and we got Levi. By the way, Bertie's really starting to smooth into his doggy ship. It's really good. Uh, also, today is National Toilet Paper Day, and I will confess I like toilet paper. I'm glad we have it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, tug of War Day? I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've lost a couple and won a couple. And then National Cherry Popsicle Day. I had one last night. I love cherry popsicles. Great for my throat. Plus, they make your throat look really red. And that uh, looks funny. 1498 on this day, uh, Michelangelo commissioned to carve the Piet. The Piet? The Piet? I don't know how to say that. Uh, 1987, the Fuller Brush Company announced plans to open two retail stores in Dallas, Texas. They used to sell their stuff from door to door for 81 years, but uh, not so long. And then 1929 on, 1929 on this day of August 26th, the first, first United States roller, uh, is, uh, roller coaster was built. So let's just think about that. So this is – so it was 90 – so this is 29. This is two, so 93 years ago, the first roller coaster was built. Wow. That's a long, long time. Okay, back to the trivia question. Then we've got uh, other stuff we got to cover. Here it is. Who said the man, uh, the one who plants and the one who waters, they have the same purpose? Who wrote that? And we're getting some really good answers. People are doing really good. If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. Text in 214-210-8483. Send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. I'm going to send you up to the website because I forgot to do that earlier. And so I'm getting ready to do that. But before I do that, there's two things to tell you. One, we need money. And I'm not uh, going to apologize for it. We need the funds in order to keep everything going. Sorry, that's how it goes. And then uh, two, uh, check out the website. We think it's nice. And if you want uh, something like that, let me know, and I'll put that in touch with you. And then three, check out the website. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. There's quotes, and there's did you know, and encouraging posts. you got to look. you got to see it. All right, go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. 
confused by what's happening right now. He must increase.org. He must increase.org. That's it? That's that's not anybody's fault. It's just those are the short ones. That's like the banana splits uh, theme, if you guys know what that is. Uh, Who said uh, one man plants and other man waters, but they all have one both have one purpose? If you think you know, reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Here comes the more interest not more interesting stuff, but the fascinating stuff. So we're just talking about the past, and we're talking about God being able to redeem things. And it's important for us to understand, I want you to hear what I'm going to say, it's important for us to understand that people often feel like and get stuck in the bluesy of stolen blessings and broken dreams. That's not uncommon. That there have been blessings that you were going to get that didn't happen. Dreams that fell apart. Visions or things that you had in your mind that this will be perfect forever or this will never change. Very rare uh, for that to happen. But the key is understanding that the Lord is the Redeemer. The Lord is the Restorer. And so I want to read you Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like the streams in the Negev. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Just think, as the psalmist is writing the psalm, How many people can identify that there have been times where we have sowed with tears? I love that phrase. There has been sowing with tears. There have been stolen blessings. There have been broken dreams. There has been what we think is lost time. But there is Jesus who is our Redeemer. Jesus, who is the restorer, Jesus, who showed us that the dead is not dead, but that the resurrection is the response to death. And life and immortality were brought to light through the life of Jesus Christ. And just because you have a circumstance or a situation that you think is so dead, there can never be anything that comes from it. That's not what the Lord says. Will he do it? I don't know. But I bet you everybody at Lazarus's funeral thought, well, that's the end of Laz. Guess what? They were all wrong. Well, did you understand, Dave? It's the final blow when somebody dies. <laughs> no, it's not. And you think that's, that's crazy. No, it's not. Psalm 66, verse 12 says, we went through fire and water, but you brought us to the place of abundance. Ever go through water? 
If we go through heavy water, you know, it's one thing to go through water if you can swim. It's another thing to go through water when the current's really hard. <laughs> Swimming is not as powerful, right? You ever go through fire? Not exactly the best experience, A. Eh? We were talking about some more earlier uh, with Gabriel, uh, you know, in the, in the first time we talking about Gabriel, talking to Gabriel is like eating a s'more. Did you, ever, did you ever cook a s'more? Did you ever cook a, a marshmallow in the, in the fire, a campfire? Did you ever get your hand too close? I have. <laughs> it's like, ow, ow, that hurts. Ouch, ouch. Guess what? We went through fire. We went through water. The Lord brings us to a place of abundance. The, the petition, the prayer the desire that I have for the audience is for us, and, I, and I've mentioned it before, I think I'll probably mention it again, at least I hope I will, is that we have a, a greater sense of expectation. God is not cheap. He gave us Jesus Christ. How will he not also freely give us all things? And so there should be an expectation that we're going to go, we go through fire, and we go through water, I know some teachers teach, oh, you never go through fire. Oh, that's stupid. You go through plenty of crucifixion processes, but at the end of the crucifixion is what? The resurrection, the redemption, the call to bring everybody into eternity. Stop thinking it's over, it's done. There's nothing that can ever be done. Stop dwelling on it, but stop thinking God can't do something. Stop that, that part. You know, it only takes faith and a seed the size of a mustard seed to move a mountain. Have that faith. Be that person. Be that one. Be that person that trusts. Listen to this. Listen to this psalm. Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again from the depths of the earth. You will bring me up again. Many of us have gone through that. We feel like we're in the depths of the bottom at the very, very bottom. We can't go any further at the end of our rope, at the wit's end. And then the Lord comes along. And we find out that he just raised the rope. And put us in another place. God will put your feet on a rock and put a new song in your heart. He does new things every day. Do you not perceive it? We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening. Oh, by the way, I got to do the. The trivia, hold on. Uh, the trivia answer, uh, who said one man plants another man waters? They have one purpose. The Apostle Paul, making reference to him in Apollos. Okay, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Thanks a lot for all the ways that you have cared. You must love me more. And I want to tell you, thank you. What is the David Spoon experience? Today is have a bad day day. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Have a bad day day. Somebody had to take the time to name a day a bad day. I, I, I don't know. I think it's also National Men's Day. So that kind of works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, Play Monopoly Day is also a holiday that some people like. And then uh, World Toilet Day. Okay. I'm not even going nah, to, not touch, nah, not even close, not even going to touch that. For those that want to know, this is the stuff I like. <laughs> this is what you get when you listen to the show. On this day in 1959, the Edsel was discontinued. That might be interesting. But this is what's fascinating. 
Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and his friends premiered on this day in 1959. See, that... That's important. I hated that cartoon. Did you really hate Horrible. that cartoon? Okay. Horrible. I liked the cartoon. Uh, I always thought, you know, the Russians did it. Do you remember when they were going Natasha through? Natasha and <laughs> Boris. They were going through this whole thing with Donald Trump and that whole thing, and people kept dropping in these uh, memes. with the, the, It was so funny. I mean, it was some pretty funny stuff. Uh, and I will tell you one last thing, and we'll get into the teaching. We'll do trivia in the next segment. Uh, I will let you know that my wife and I got into a discussion last night. As we were watching television, as we were watching a show, while we're working on stuff together, and I don't have the answer, so I'm going to ask Wonder Julie. And if you call in for a trivia, you might be able to give us the answer. But we're watching a show, and in the show, there's all these people that are skydiving. And uh, uh, then the last guy goes, and uh, and I tried to say, well, it looks like he skydived. And then I was like, well, that doesn't sound right, skydived, because that's past tense. And then skydove. And then that didn't sound right. And then Skydivin, and that doesn't sound right. Uh, Skydivid, that doesn't sound right. Skydiv, jump out. I mean, what is the past tense of skydived? It just seems weird. It seems like it's a weird. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't know. I never would jump out of a perfectly good airplane. It was one of those things we looked at each other and laughed because we're like, like, I don't even know the answer to this. My English is so bad. I can't even figure out how to give me the past tense. I mean, sky dove, <laughs> but it just seems like a weird word. Eh, maybe it's me. Uh, that's what happens when uh, they, uh, you know, experiment with you when drugs, when you're like one year old. Try this on him. Try this on him. That was me. All right. Let's go into Romans chapter five, verse three. Poor, poor wonder Julie's going, what happened to you? Nothing. It's the same idiotic me. Hey, I leave you alone for one day, and the wheels come off. Yeah, the wheels. The wheels on the bus go round and round. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM. Man, seven seventy, the truth station here in Texas. Alrighty, uh, we have our next trivia question. I got to ask Eric. I understand and I appreciate that. What does five by five mean? <laughs> That's what I want to know. We have private conversations, by the way. Oh, on a five scale. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Thank you, sir. All right, here we go. This is a great trivia question. Great one. <laughs> Why did God bring all the animals to Adam in the garden? Why did God bring all the animals to Adam in the garden? If you're thinking, you know, uh, animal protection or something, I would probably go a different direction. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email to david at org. Again, the trivia question, straightforward. Uh, why did God bring all the animals to Adam in the garden? Okay, somebody is calling in to respond to that. I do would like to ask you guys, so I don't ask you often for the personal stuff, but I'd like to ask you for this particular one. I have a decision that I have to make, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like 75, 25 on this decision, okay? 
I'm just asking the Lord to affirm, confirm, or redirect on this uh, decision, this personal decision, and I'm just trying to figure it out. No big deal. Doesn't have to do with going back to school, so everybody relax. <laughs> Noel said, you will never go back to school. Okay. Uh, anyway, the point is, I'm praying about it, so please just pray for me that the Lord would give me wisdom. Okay? And, and you think, oh, you shouldn't be. No, it's hard. It's hard for me to hear. I'm, I'm so loud before him. I don't listen all that well. All right, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? We got that rolling out. Send them on through. Yeah. This knock, is This is David. Who am I talking to? This is William. Hey, William. How are you? I'm happy to be here. I, I feel that. I feel that right now. I'm happy to be in the studio. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the Lord wanted Adam to name the animals. That is correct, sir. You are right. <laughs> you know what? Uh, one of my favorite jokes about about Adam naming the animals is he said, "Why did Why did you name the rhinoceros a rhinoceros?" And he answered, "Because he looks like a rhinoceros more than anything else." <laughs> excellent nice job to, to meet a Christian with a humor that, excellent job by the way alright God bless you buddy have a great day alright thank you you too bye bye <laughs> <laughs> so good because it looks like more like a rhinoceros than it. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, this is one of my faves. I've taught this at a church one time. I'm telling one time, so you know you teach, teach at different churches, and I have that privilege sometimes to teach at churches. And and I've taught at a church that was a, a very rambunctious, loud, uh, fervent uh, church, and people were just so ecstatic. They were jumping. And All right, so listen to this psalm. <laughs> Tell me this is not... Could you just not see this? I mean, can you see the excitement that he goes through? This is Psalm 30. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. Okay? This is the thing to remember. It's never too far for God. It's never too far gone for God. It's like awesome. Right? You brought me up from the realm of the dead. You ever feel like you're just like at the dead point? Yeah, you have. You spared me from going down to the pit. Sing the praises of the Lord. You, his faithful people, praise his holy name. For his angels, or sorry, for his anger, I'm sorry about that, only lasts only for a moment. But his favor lasts for a lifetime. That's the big line right there. For his anger lasts only for a moment. The Lord gets mad. He ain't happy about certain things. We do some things dumb. But his favor lasts throughout your life. That doesn't mean you don't do stupid things. That doesn't mean the Lord doesn't correct you. But it's a temporary position versus the favor that lasts with every breath you take. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Now, we have somebody that's calling in. We want to see if they have a comment or a question. They got that? Send them on through. We'll do that. Give them a chance. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello? Hello? Hi. Uh, this is Asafa. I was going to answer the, the trivia question, but... That's oh, all the news already answered. Are you, are you asking about the trivia question? Because somebody called and answered that. Did you did you did you want to just answer it though? Because you knew it. 
Yeah, I knew it. Okay, well, I'll ask it to you, and you can just answer me again, and that way you can do it together. Ready? Here you go. Why did God okay. bring all the animals to Adam in the garden? To name them. That is correct, sir! <laughs> you are right! Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you. Thank you, you too. Thank you, bye -bye. sir. Bye-bye. See that? We're accommodating. We, we love people. People are great. God created people. Some people. What's that? There's a great line. Don't get mad at me. There's a great line. I don't want anybody to go to hell. There's just a few people I'm not really interested in seeing in heaven. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Let's go back to the text. Psalm 30, verse 7. Lord, when you when you favored me, you made me royal, made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gained if I am silenced? If I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me, Lord. Be my help. You turned my wailing into dancing, and you removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Listen to that. Boy, because you should just get excited about that. If you're a Christian, if you're a Bible-believing, born-again, authentic Christian, listen to what it says. Here, Lord, and be merciful to me. Be my help. You turned my wailing into dancing. Now, I cannot dance for anything. And even though I went to multiple bar mitzvahs, dancing, not my strong point. But I am willing before the Lord when there's nobody looking to be dancing with all of my might. He takes my wailing and makes it into dance. He takes my grief and turns it into joy. He removes my sackcloth. Sackcloth is an itchy, itchy kind of, you know, you ever think uh, uh, those shows where somebody's wearing a sweater and they're like, they're all rashed out or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, sackcloth and clothe me with joy. God takes off that uncomfortable clothing and puts on the comfortable clothing and said, my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Praise the Lord God Almighty. What do you think heaven's going to be like? You think everybody's going to be standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down in, 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 in chairs or in pews? Uh -uh. We'll be on our face for the first million years. And the Lord has taken the worst. And it's like, yes! But this situation was terrible. Yep. And look how God turned it around. Wait, I got a better one. This, I think this will be the, the, the absolute last nail that will need to be put in here. Ready? 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 Talking about God changing it, right? What about you before you were a Christian? And then God saved you. Now you are what? Took your wailing and turned it into dancing. Took your sackcloth off and clothed you with joy. You went through fire and water. He brought you to a place of abundance. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things and in all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. God is able to take.
take your life and turn the hardship into gladship and to put you in a place of praise and honor and acknowledgement to his greatness. It can be the worst situation. It can be the worst and most devastating experiences of life. And God can take that and rearrange it so it becomes the greatest of all. And to think that he can't is an insult to him. Will he do that with every single thing that ever happens? He will always work it together for good. He will rarely do it the way we expect him to do it. Oh, why? Because we're idiots in those things. Not in everything, just in those things. And so we trust him and he will coordinate and work everything he allows. He has purpose for. There's nothing that you go. You think, oh, Dave, he had that ear problem. Well, that's bad. You probably shouldn't have an infection in your ear. I agree. You think God used it? I don't know. I spent an extra half hour, 45 minutes of my devotional time on each day. I don't think that's bad. I think that's a good thing. Maybe if I had been on the road, somebody would have run me over with a steam truck or something. I don't know. But if we trust then we trust. And the Lord is good to us. He is good to us. And we should recognize he's going to take that wailing and turn it into dancing. Even if you can't dance like me. He's going to take off that lousy, itchy clothing. I can just think of all these sweaters I got when I was a kid for my grandma. And clothe us with joy. That's his commitment to us. Listen to that 2 Corinthians 9, 8, New Testament. Brother. God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. I say okie dokie. Our great theological term. I say yes and amen. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 70 and one half hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Just as I am, reach down and see. my freedom at the cost of the sea. 